0: Hello, and welcome to Groove Therapy, a podcast that explores the effects of live music on our brains, bodies, and our lives, and provides a space for you, our listener, to learn about how you can bring the magic of live music into your everyday life. My name is Dr. Leah Taylor, and I am joined here with my fabulous co-host, Tara Lee Weathers. Hi, everyone. Hi. We are back here for another episode of Groove Therapy.
1: Yay, I'm so excited. This has been so much fun. And I'm just, this is like one of our last ones of the whole season, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we have this one and one more coming out this year. Ah,
1: Okay, so two more in 2020. And then we will finally leave this year. And the next time you'll hear from us after that will be in 2021. Um, And I maybe it'll be amazing. I hope so.
0: Yeah, Let's <laughs> well, make we'll it be. be amazing. We That's group right. therapy will be amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we hope the rest of the world follows.
0: <laughs> Got to create our own realities, right? Uh,
1: yes, I hope live music comes back in bigger and be- better ways. Um, but that actually reminds me of our guest that is this episode, and his name is Eric Gold, and you probably best know him from Pink Talking Fish. But also, because of the pandemic, he started another band called Marble Eyes, and he's going to tell you all about it during this episode. And then also, he started – or he didn't start, but he's part of another business um, called Curbside Concerts where – well, he's going to tell you even more about it. But basically, the gist is that you can have your favorite band, if they're part of Curbside Concerts, come to your house and play in your driveway for you and your friends. So – He's come up with so many silver linings of this pandemic and coming up with creative ways for live music to still happen. And I'm just really looking forward to all of you listeners out there hearing how he was innovative and creative. And instead of taking a huge obstacle and having that stop him in his tracks, he kind of took that and was like, well, how can we be different and creative and interesting? And he said some of his most creative Things have happened because of this that he's really proud of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let's not forget Particle, too, because some listeners may know Eric from Particle as well.
1: Yes. How could I forget that? I love Particle. <laughs> i like, I've seen them at the wetlands. I used to see them back in the day all the time.
0: Yeah. So Eric was so inspiring talking about the things that have come out of quarantine and COVID times for him and really getting to dive into his love for live music and how uh, just his excitement for especially his Marble Eyes project was really inspiring and exciting to hear about. So I can't wait for you guys
1: to hear about it, too. I know you're all going to be so inspired, so you definitely have to stay tuned. And in the meantime, if you're able to follow us, um, you're probably listening to us right now on one of the ways that you digest probably (laughs) i'm guessing i don't know unless you're channeling us from the cosmos which maybe you are i wouldn't doubt that if let us know if you
0: are (laughs) teach us how to do that too
1: yes um so if you're on apple Podcasts, please leave us a review share it with everybody you know um recommend us all the things because that really helps get this out there so we can keep on doing this. And we'd be so grateful if you did that. And also we have a Facebook community that is Groove Therapy Podcast Community. So go there, request to be a member and I will go in there and I'll approve you and also follow us on Instagram, Groove Therapy Podcast.
0: Yes, And definitely be sure to check out other Osiris podcasts. We are a member of the Osiris Podcast Network and you can check those all out on osirispod.com.
1: All right. Yay. Well, I think we should be back with Eric in a moment, right?
0: Yeah, let's do it. All right. See you soon.
1: And we're back and we have the amazing Eric with us. I'm so grateful that you're here. I've known you for so long. And just like all the other guests, like I'm so excited to share it these amazing people that are in my life with the world, because I know how great you are. And now this is a way that even more people get to know how great you are. So good to be. (laughs) So what's going on?
2: Oh, lots of lots of fun stuff. So good to be on this show with you guys. You guys are doing great things with this. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, Well, if there was one thing that you're most excited to talk about right now, what would that be?
2: Well, I would say the thing on the forefront of my creative spirit at the moment is amidst this pandemic, weirdly enough, (laughs) formed a new group with, and we wrote a whole bunch of brand new original music that is extremely inspiring to us and hopefully others. And the name of the band is called Marble Eyes. We're... Just loving it. It's just really filling our souls with joy, and it's just making us really happy right now. I was just telling you right before coming on here, we were just put in about a five-hour session together, and just had so much fun doing it. And yeah, so that's uh, that's something great that's going on in, For in my. World.
1: Those who don't know who is in Marble Eyes, who is in the band?
2: Right. So it's myself on bass. It is Adrian Tramontano, who you might know from the band's Kung Fu or The Breakfast. He's on drums. And Mike Carter, who is in a group called The Indobox. And he's also in a really fun group called Normal Instruments. And so yeah, he's on guitar. And Max Chase is a keyboardist who's up here on the Seacoast, New Hampshire, where we live. And he's in a bunch of projects that and he's just uh, this awesome hidden gem that beyond, uh, beyond the Seacoast, I'm really excited to share him with the world here <laughs> as we go. So it's, it's a fun group. You know, what happened here is the world shut down as we know it. And at least at least in the world of live music. And Mike and I had been, when I moved up this way, which was over five years ago, we had talked about playing some music together and busyness and life got in the way and it was never able to happen. So here we are, all of a sudden, everyone has a little bit more free time than they've ever had in their life within this. And we're like, well, hey, let's stay six feet apart, get together outside and do something. He brought Max over and we started just playing some tunes. and all of a sudden, like, man, this is this is a nice figure. Our, our vocals blend well together and just uh, everything just seems musically compatible. And we started checking out each of our originals and the songbooks that we had were extremely compatible, fit together. And that's, that's a really cool, fun, and unique thing to all of a sudden happen like that. It happened fast. So anyway, so We got this together and we realized that we had some stuff. And so I gave Adrian a call and invited him to be a part of it. And once he came down for a session, the whole thing just gelled. It was like, well, let's have some fun. Let's do this. And yeah, so we've been throughout the course of this pandemic over the, we started in like the mid summer and now this band's only played a handful of shows and because there's only a handful of shows to be had out here and we have over 30 original songs already. And that's not including some covers that we learned too. And we're just all inspired. So we're all on a writing streak and we're just like the, the new songs just keep coming. It's so cool, it's so fun. I haven't been focusing on original music for many years because I opened the door of Ping Talking Fish and that took me into the amazing world of Tribute. Which I am so loving still and so happy and thankful for. And but it put original music on the back burner for me. And I'd had some songs that have been going for a while. It, it just in my head that just needed to be realized. And there was never a moment. Never a moment. I keep myself pretty busy. So it's uh it so this was the time. It it, it took a pandemic to make this happen. And here we are. It's it's to me, it is besides having more quality time with my family at home it is the best silver lining that has happened the in bring
0: yeah that sounds really amazing and like it was yeah just kind of waiting to be birthed and needed the right time and circumstances and this provided it where could like listeners listen to marbleize if because it i would assume you guys are just kind of playing around your area is that true
2: As far as live shows, I mean, we only have two live shows left and it's, uh, yeah, it's up here in New Hampshire at the Stone Church where (laughs) December 5th and 6th, we're playing outdoors, we're crazy, but we're doing them during the afternoon. And so we're starting on Saturday at 2 PM and we're starting on Sunday at 1 PM. And Sunday, actually, uh, they're serving brunch too, which, so, so anyway, it, you know, it's gonna be cold, but if you layer up and it's sunny out, then it, it, it'll be good and we're gonna be stopping, you know, it, if not right when the sun goes down, then a little bit after. So we should be okay for a couple more in here in the outdoor world before before things go dark for, uh, for a blooming winter ahead here. <laughs> and But aside from that, We've put a lot of great music up on our YouTube page. We've been really fortunate that the Taper community in the Northeast has come out to our shows and done a great job recording our shows and putting them up on archive.org. So there's a good handful of shows up there. and. Uh, Yeah, we, we just released something called the stone church sessions where we did a multi-camera video shoot and we have those all, we have a nice playlist up on our YouTube page and those, that's a really nice way to get to up there. And we have, we have a a bunch of other media that's coming between our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, you know, all, all all the stuff that that should do and, and then, uh, we're actually next month we're going into the studio and recording an album. So we're excited about that that's going to be great. So soon enough that will be available and then uh that'll be out on on all of the things where albums are.
0: Great. And so people could just search up Marble Eyes on all of those platforms and that's where they can find you guys. Yes
2: yep and to be clear, it's marble eyes that's two words, the first word marble, like the little glass marbles that have all that cool, awesome designs in them, and eyes like your eyes like we're looking at each other right now.
1: well, so I have really been loving witnessing so many of my musician friends being so like innovative and creative in finding ways to have the live music continue to happen, and it's like obviously not in the way that you thought that it would be, but then Marble Eyes came to be and then you have another business curbside concerts that came to be yes. and like that can continue beyond when like when the pandemic is over like i definitely want bands to come to my house and play <laughs> for me in my driveway for me and my yes, friends yes
2: please <laughs> <laughs> oh, the curbside concert thing what was created with that is is so cool and my partner in that Todd Oschler he's out in colorado and he owns a venue called 10 mile music hall out in frisco colorado he and his wife had this idea and they created it and they created the 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 technology around it in order to really make this like the uber eats for for live music and uh that's 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 the mcdonald's way of putting it i guess but it's 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 just really user friendly and being able to whether it's a pandemic or not to if if you're interested in live music coming straight to you this is an easy way to do it you type in your zip code on the website and a list of musicians who are in your area they come that they come up and you can check them out you Can check out there's generally YouTube links and some audio links on there some photos and descriptions of the act and you can decide what you want and you can hire them and it's anywhere from unknown musicians as uh, to, to people in the national circuit who are doing it. So it's a wide variety and it can be solo artists. It can be full bands. It can be anywhere in between that's happening within some comedians have been up there doing it too. So it's really great. And it was definitely something important during the pandemic here to be able to offer this and the people who hosted events, I can't even tell you the amazing, feedback that we got from them and how it was just so important for their hearts and their souls to experience live music when there wasn't another option for for artists to come to their the top of their driveways they run power for them and these artists they plug in and play for you and you know it's it's socially distant conscious within there, so everybody has been safe, everybody is cool about it. And it's been great for the musicians who are out there and want to still get some work in and, and be able to do what they're meant to do out there, artistic. And it's been great for the music lovers out there as well. What's cool about curbside concerts is even once the pandemic lifts and this can happen again, it's gonna open up even more to be able to have uh, have these artists go into people's backyards or living rooms when there's cold weather, uh, or when there could be breweries who want to utilize this for, to find some new artists to come and perform at their breweries you know on Sunday afternoons or whatever it is or for Tuesday trivia night or you know that kind of thing <laughs> and so and and uh yeah it's there's there's a lot of possibilities touring musicians are going to be able to change their radius as they're touring so when they're rolling through town they can put themselves up on curbside concerts and people can go and they can find them and we do a little promotional blast around it and people can hire an artist who's rolling through town to come whether it's earlier that day or the next day before they move on to come and play for them there's so many good possibilities within what this is i think we built a nice foundation over this season within the pandemic and it's only going to blossom out more as as we
1: yeah i Fish is back on tour. I want to have Paige McConnell do like a piano brunch
2: for me and my friends in my yard. <laughs> yes, I'll fly
0: out for that.
2: <laughs> um, well, Paige, you know, I, yeah, I you know, Paige isn't is on yet, but you know, when Humphreys McGee is rolling around on tour, you can have Joel. Yes, he was Rimes.
1: the first guest ever on this That's podcast. Right. Oh, oh, nice! I was was I, that worked out
2: pretty.
1: <laughs> I'd love to have a piano brunch with him, but I have a question about, you said you got a lot of like amazing testimonials from people that were experiencing live music for the first time in a long time in their driveway. So what were some of the feelings they told you that they were feeling from those shows?
2: Hang on a second. I'm gonna read you one. Yay.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's a good one right here. All right. Mom was over the moon and said it was the best birthday ever. And she said that for a few that I pulled off, but this actually may be her last birthday. So it was pretty important. Plus the desired effect you guys are helping those like me at a distance from important loved ones, bringing joy to people who are isolated, depressed, frustrated, and battling with the pandemic fatigue. It helps being older. Time was by. Why is it in the middle of November, for instance? (laughs) Anyway, also, I have a lot of friends who are musicians, actors, dancers, and teachers of the same who are struggling for work. I see the win-win, me in the middle with musicians and you and my mom are on the ends. And so, you know, and then she just, you know, went on to say, when I get some pics, I'll post them up. Thank you again so much for making this possible. So there's something this, this, this awesome person use curbside concerts to bring live music to her mother who i believe she was in a home and some other some other people got to come out and experience the live music out there as well and that's the kind of thing out there that curbside can do sometimes it's just for a couple or a family or whatever just right at their door sometimes it's for something more than that sometimes people are being safe about it and don't call the sack parties, you know, that type of thing. You just never know.
1: It sounds like what you're doing too with this is from that, that message that that person sent you is that people are kind of forgetting about what's going on in the world for a little bit and just experiencing pure joy, which is like why we love live music so much. And then you brought it to them in a time where it was like almost impossible to get to experience it, which is really wonderful.
2: Well, that's a big part of the essence of art is to bring joy into yourself, so that the other aspects that might bog you down in life that that we can lift that up for a while. You know, art is the perfect catalyst to make that happen. So uh, there it is.
0: Yeah, that's so wonderful to see a need and really be able to provide a service like this, and to I mean, have it to where like. Not only is it giving people live music, but potentially creating like their wildest dreams. You know, who would know that they could bring, you know, maybe even their favorite musician to their house to, you know, be able to experience it in an intimate setting that would not have been possible before. So it's It's just another example of how you're really using this time to create magic.
2: You know, it's interesting, everything is so much more personal. During this year, I think that, that that's how I feel, and I feel like everything is so much more dedicated too. Uh, you know, for Pink Talking Fish, we're we're a tour horse of band. We generally do over a hundred shows a year, and we're constantly reinventing our shows and doing it. But when this got scaled back to just doing. A handful of shows we did just, you know, like a few privates, a few drive-ins. That's really all we were able to do within this. And with that in mind, we got into this mindset that every show counted. Every show we had to, we got together specifically to rehearse for each show, making sure that there was something unique and something completely special for people and for ourselves that we were doing. Because when there's so few and far between, it matters exponentially more. Not just to the people out there that we're playing for, but to, to us inside and what we're doing. And some, sometimes when you're on tour, you write a set list anywhere from that morning to 10 minutes before the show. You know, it's like, all right, here we go. Let's go do it with ease. It was more, everything was just so much more dedicated is the word, you know, and, and I really appreciate that element of what this was. And I'm hoping that all of us, the artists around the world can take that feeling and use that wisdom throughout this and carry it over to when the world comes back in full force.
1: Yeah, I feel, so I read an article a long time ago. I think it was in Rolling Stone with Trey Anastasio and he was talking about how when he would play Y.E.M., he was like, "Oh, do I have to play like Y.E.M. again?" And then after he got arrested and Fish broke up, he was just and he was like cleaning toilets at a like state fair or something like that. And he was just like, "I would do anything to play Y.E.M. every day for the rest of my life." And so it's like when something is taken away from you, you can realize like sometimes that's what needs to happen so you can realize how important it actually was to you and that maybe you were taking it for granted a little bit yeah and so it seems that this is definitely like renewing the excitement that people have and the like gratitude they have for this thing that they were doing so I'm I'm really excited for when it comes back because I mean we are all in for a treat
2: yeah I agree
0: yeah I'm curious, I've kind of been curious as we've been talking about musicians that have been playing in this new time and hearing you know their take on what it's like to play again. And so that was lovely to hear how you guys have really used it as a time to to really focus in on on the importance of it and how you can really bring yourself present to it. I'm just curious about your thoughts of playing in this time of COVID and and anything you've noticed as far as like the whole experience goes.
2: You know, I I think back to the first show I did since the thing shut down. It was a private party in Princeton, New Jersey, and it was for 50 people. We made sure that there were extreme regulations within it, and we were driving down. We all live up in the Northeast, and so we uh, hadn't—this was back when— uh, New York and New Jersey were, were pretty significant on the outbreak, more so than the rest of the country. And it, it had started to manage itself, that they had started to get a grasp on it. And so, but we, we confirmed the show before that. We were all very nervous. And I remember just driving down, we all drove solo, um, just because we, we weren't prepared to be in a car together with each other. We still don't feel great about that we still want to just kind of do our own thing when we've been going to shows and, and doing that and I just remember that energy of just showing up and it was this it was the weirdest feeling this mix of pulling in and seeing the stage and that that bliss of oh my god I get to do this yes so psyched and then it's like Oh shit! Are we doing this? Like, is this right right now? Is this what we like? Like, we're here, we're doing it, but like, it, is is it the right time? It, it like, what's happening here? We have no idea what's going on with this virus and regulations, and are people going to cool or not or what? And it was daunting. It was really daunting, and so there was this frenzy in my head of excited mixed with nervous energy and 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 they occupy the same space so it worked out okay and i just channeled it all into excitement on the stage um but uh but um i just i'll never forget that feeling never will and and, uh and then the next show that we played was a drive-in and we did drive-in live swansea fantastic we actually did our first public and last public show of the season there because uh, we we closed out there on Halloween in 20 together, that was. Um, but uh, but uh, going to the drive-in, we were so psyched because the drive-in scenario is a really great, uh, just a really great thing that 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 came up from this. And at least I know our audience was very respectful of the rules within there, and we had over 400 cars there and there weren't any incidents and everyone was respectful and cool about things and just so happy to be there within it. And we felt really comfortable about it the whole time. And that really set us at ease in a great way. And I know the drive-in thing is gonna continue uh, because I think a lot of people just enjoy that experience in general. And so I'm I'm excited for that to be something with with these adaptations going to carry over, you know, and th- there's a lot of that that's going to happen within it. Not to say that the public festival scenarios won't be back. They will be, but this is going to be there too for them. So that's, that's a really great thing. Now there were a few shows that we did where I didn't feel as comfortable as others, um, where, where there were liberties taken. And that was, you know, just sort of that point, you just sort of got to do, do the best you can within it and make sure that uh, that nothing's getting out of hand. Uh, but for the most part, Everyone was very respectful on it. People really were with it. Within what this is, I, I think that the scene that where where my music lives, you know, in in the jam scene, I think for the most part, people are very understanding to what's going on in the the climate of the world, and so uh, I, I'm thankful for that.
1: I love. I personally love drive-in shows because you have all your stuff with you. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. And you can dance, you can sit. You could also like, if you want to just have an experience by yourself and not be bothered by anyone, you're like, you could have that.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm
0: curious about the energy that, so I haven't made it to a drive-in show yet. So I don't I don't know what it's like. I can only imagine. But I mean, it's different. You know, you don't have the audience like right there and they're not all together. So I'm curious what that's like as a performer how is it different or what yeah. what
2: is it like you don't you you don't get the audience energy like you have in the past you don't get you have a couple like 2 to 5 rows in the front that you can actually see during part of it like once the lights are down and you can get some you know some energy from them but it's just different like you know when you do a big tension in, in a jam and do a huge release you're not gonna be able to hear those cheers and get the like see the all the arms up in the air which that that's part of the symbiosis of the audience and 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 the band yeah. was especially an improvisation to yeah. go and and uh but but even just within the song that was missed i remember for our halloween show we did psycho killer And we always, when it gets to that part, oh, 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 I, 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 we always stop and we let the crowd do that. And we stopped and we knew the crowd was doing it, but we didn't hear any of them. And it was so strange and weird to do that. And so, uh, yeah, you know, but it's funny. I was, after my first run drive-through shows of uh, drive-in shows we did it right around the same time as Pitchers playing pink then I gave Greg Ormont a call and just uh just wanted to touch base and see what his experience were was and share mine and we both you know we played some of the same drive-ins so we we knew what was going on with them and and you know he said something I completely agree with he's like not all the situations were ideal by any means or some things that could where people could easily complain about but then again, each and every one of them offers a situation where live music can happen during a time where live music can barely happen. And we all just need to be thankful for that and to roll with whatever it is, is needed to make happen in order to, uh, to have this music exist for us. And so, and uh, I stand behind that a hundred percent, you know, they're, they're not every situation and most aren't ideal. Within the new regulations of concerts in this time, but the fact that we were able to them off, thankful, really am.
1: Yeah, you might not be able to like hug your friends at the show, or if you're the musician, hear the people screaming and yelling for you or singing along, but you're still able to have that shared music experience with yep. a crowd and a music and a band together.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and to, yeah, and to just really be in that gratitude of it, and I th- I think it's important at least I think as fans and probably as musicians too, to like go in with the expectation that it is going to be different. And, you know, I'm sure most people do, but some people might forget that they, they might get so excited that they're going to see live music again. And I had some friends that that happened to. Uh, we just saw our favorite band at, uh, a couple of weekends ago and, and it was for two nights. And the first night was really tough for them because it was like, you know, they're so excited and wanting to have the experience and then it is different. And so it's like in your head, you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? But for me, I -hmm. knew it was important for me to know that it was going to be different and to have that expectation going in because then I could just like open up to the new experience as opposed to, you know, wanting the old experience.
2: You know, it's been really interesting and i'm curious to see how it evolves is performing in the cold outside yeah <laughs> so so as as the summer's gotten you know gotten through and it's gotten into the fall and now winter <laughs> these shows have still been happening and like i said i have the first weekend of december i have outdoor live shows i'm doing when ping Tong fish played on halloween we closed out a, a triple bill uh with, with Mahali and Neighbor, and then us. And by the time we got on stage, it was in the twenties. It was in like the high twenties out. Fortunately, our Halloween costume was a skeleton jumpsuit and I had like five layers on underneath it. So I was actually but and I did all right with that. And I with that I I had a, it was trial and error. I had a few shows I did leading up to that, that got cold into the, like the low forties. And I was still trying to just sport my regular gear, my regular show gear. I got cold by the end of it. I was uncomfortable by the end. I've learned how to like properly layer up that's conducive to my performance. And so now it's, I have a system. For that, on on how to do it, like these, like you know, the heated bean bags, and uh, both on hands, feet, and more, and and, I use those too. uh, (laughs) Different ways, different ways of going about it. And so, I'm wondering what's going to happen. How early after this wind, after the winter season comes, how early the live shows, outdoor shows, are going to start. You know, I I feel like we should. uh, my, My family always does a family like fun bet on guessing the first snowfall. We should have like a, a big jam scene family like family fun bet on, on uh when the first outdoor music is gonna be <laughs> you yeah. know, like uh within there. It probably'll be probably will never stop in some areas, even no matter how cold it is.
1: Yeah, that's like in Sweden. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the word right, but high gay, I think that's how you say it. But it's the art of being cozy and they're in one of the coldest places and they're like, if it's going to be cold and dark, like we don't want our lives to stop. So there's outside, they eat outside all year. There's just like heat lamps and blankets and, and all these different things to keep people cozy. So I'm just curious. I mean, I went to, um, nectars on Halloween and it was dark side of the mountain and it was so cold. I think it was like fifteen degrees or something like that. And they handed out the little like hand warmers and I had one on my neck and my back. and like I had them down my pants. <laughs> so just to keep me warm. And I was able to enjoy the show. And I remember being at Snowdown years ago when it was at I forget which I think it was Killington maybe and it was zero degrees and they still played their show. We still danced around in the snow and it was so fun. So I'm just wondering if maybe some bands will still come out and, and embrace the cold and be like, so. yeah, this is cold, but like, we can do it. I don't know how instruments and things like hold up when it's that cold. But <laughs> Maybe we yeah, have the some insight.
2: Guitarists need to tune a lot. That definitely needs to happen. I'll tell you the coldest show I ever played is this was with particle. And in 2002, we played the Olympics in Salt Lake City and Park City, and we played a, a we we were hired to play a hand. We played like six or seven shows up there. One of the shows, some of them were amazing, like indoor experiences, and uh, and and it was awesome. But this one set that we did, it was in Park City. And it was on this outdoor stage, and our we were asked to play. After this fireworks show, so the sun had to come down. The fireworks show had to happen, and then we were supposed to play. And <laughs> it, it was wind, It was really windy, which made it even colder. It was already, uh, you know, in the teens pre wind chill. So th- we were playing, and the or we were trying to play. And the only people that were watching our show were people running from one building to another and just like, like running as fast as they could. It was ridiculous. And in between songs, fortunately, there was like this big, long heat lamp above us. And so we were able to to, to like put our hands up there. It still wasn't enough. It was uh, we we weren't sure if we were going to make it. Real- wow.
0: Yeah, that's when you really have to work on your mindset. I would imagine it's like, OK, don't think about the cold. Imagine warmth.
2: <laughs> oh, that's. It's pure instinct at that point. It's just like you just gotta do what you gotta yeah, do. Right. Yeah, you're like,
1: how can I not die right mm. now on stage? <laughs> there's
2: there's no chi in that moment. It's it, it's pure get it done or right. drop. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Eric. Um. Yeah. It sounds like you are still keeping yourself busy with marble eyes and curbside concerts and pink talking fish because you guys, like you said, you just played like a dozen shows or something like that huh you kept
2: yeah definitely definitely and, you know this winter we're gonna be um pink talking fish is gonna be releasing some cool things i know we'll wind up doing some uh getting together and performing some brand new little, you know live shows for people we're de- we definitely we, you know we want to offer that to people you know it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for all of us you know to not be able to go do that and We want to be able to provide some happiness so so you know that that's something that's definitely gonna be happening we're gonna we're gonna figure some things out with it you know with Marvelized, we're gonna keep pushing forward with writing new songs you know and uh and we'll be doing our own webcasting and creating an album is always just such a fun experience and yeah, so so it's gonna be good. We're gonna be working on a whole bunch of new ideas with curbside concerts, so that when the when the weather opens up again and uh, it warms up, and regardless of what's going on with the pandemic, we figure out ways to offer live music people in any way that we can throughout our form.
0: And is that offered like throughout the country or are there? All over the country. Okay, yes. Cool. And so somebody would just go to curbsideconcerts.com and type in their zip code. Like you said, it's
2: curbsideconcerts.rocks. Dot rocks. Okay. Yeah.
0: Curbsideconcerts.rocks.
2: Yeah. Charlie, you need to change your website to a dot rocks.
1: Right? I it.
0: Nice. Well, Uh, that's awesome that everybody can experience that.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. So we have a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else that's on your mind or a thought or something? Just anything you want to share? I mean, I know you're like always, you're always up to something, whether you're creating something new or promoting something that has already existed or coming up with a creative way to do something in an interesting way. So just what's up and what else do you want to share with people before we go?
2: One thing I learned from What happened with the creation of Marble Eyes and the idea that came up that I was fortunate enough to be a part of with curbside concerts is now is the time where people can go one way or the other. They can either just sit back and ride this thing out and just do the best you can with it, or you can keep motivated because everybody out there has ideas everybody out there has certain visions that maybe they didn't have time for before, before the pandemic hit, or maybe it just wasn't the right time, but we all in one way or another, at least most of us have a little bit more time on our hands. And so now is a great time to take any ideas of, of any sorts that people have and realize them. And I think that it will help everybody who has them with, with, with their psyche and make the, the time go a little faster and just energize your soul within it. And so that's, that, that that's, that's something that I would just suggest to any, to anybody who might want to listen within there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, slowing the, the, the other piece is just, and I know a lot of people have talked to me and, and I'm sure to you guys about this, but Slowing down when you live a fast paced life, there's there's something really special to that as well. Doesn't mean that you want it to happen, but if it's gonna happen, at least embrace the positives from it. Because what else are you gonna do? Nothing good comes with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just a struggle yeah. Yeah. if
0: not. You're struggling so, against what is, and that's yeah. that's never good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's our world was like moving too fast, which like is maybe why a pandemic came that kind of forced us all to slow down a little bit and reflect on what's important.
2: Yeah, and you know, I'm okay with fast movement. I, I, I like living in a fast paced world. I really do. I I I'm I'm a hyper motivated individual and to to my own detriment sometimes. <laughs> and, and 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 I like it. I, I, I like living that life, but that doesn't mean that it's not important to to stop and to 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 just breathe air in a little bit different way.
0: It sounds like you really have you have uh, gracefully kind of adapted to this new way of being. And you know, part of that may just be your personality and and who you are. But I'm curious if there was any like like what that process was like for you to you know have your touring taken away from you, which sounds like was a big part of your life with Pink Talking Fish. And all of a sudden that's not possible. And, and yet you've, you really have been able to open up to these creative ideas and, and to realize them and and finding a lot of positives. But I'm wondering if there was a, a part that was challenging or a time that... You know, Every day. yeah,
2: Every day. I mean, there's... There are certain days where I am extremely depressed about everything that's going on. I, I'm. I have a family here. I have a wife. I have two kids. I have three dogs. Uh, my mother-in-law lives with us. We have an awesome family here, and when I'm traveling a lot, I miss them all. Um, and this time here with them has been has been amazing. It's been a treasure, even when we're driving each other nuts because we're all stir crazy because we're stuck at home. <laughs> but. But, you know, I'm also, I was born with a gift to be able to spread joy through live music. And you do that by traveling the country, by traveling the world. And you you do that by getting out there and expressing what this is to people. And to not be able to do that every day I feel it. And every day it brings me down. There's things in life that can bring you down every day. And if you let it, you'll just, be depressed all day, but, and some days it's going to happen, no matter what. Some days it happens to me, no matter what. And it's just, uh, the days of dud and that's the way that it goes. But if as much as possible, you can try to channel your life into doing something that is, or at least having moments during the day that that's, that that's positive for your heart that's positive for your soul that's positive for just Actions that help you through this life, and whatever those may be, I mean that's just the best you can do. So, um, so that's what I try to do. And it's gonna some some days it's gonna happen, some days it isn't. This is a tough time that we're all living in right now. It really is. It's I, I would venture to say it's one of, if not the hardest times in the generations, in most generations that are alive right now. And so. <laughs> you know what? What do you do here? You know, I'm not gonna just wallow and be depressed all the time. Sometimes I'm gonna be. That's what it is, but not not all the time. That's just not the way. It's not the way life's supposed to be. You gotta live life, and you gotta make sure that you're happy within yourself in any possible way that you can. So that's the best way to also be the best person that you can for your family, for your loved ones, and just for your circles around you in general. And that chain of positivity that can help make the world go around in the best way it can.
1: Yeah, you just got to do the best you can. And if there's anyone out there that's having trouble and maybe can't figure out how to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, you can reach out to us, the Group Therapy podcast community. and. Also, Leah and I, like I am always available for a conversation. You can find me on any social media and reach out and I will totally be there and support you because nobody should be going through this alone. And if I could help in any way, I would love to. Just like when I'm having struggles, I like reach out to people or somebody will just reach out to me and be like, how are you really doing today? Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, oh my God, not so good. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't necessarily have the energy to reach out to someone to ask. So yeah this is a crazy time. And like, we've never been through a pandemic, so you don't know how you're going to react to it. And everyone just know you're doing the best that you can with something that's just weird.
0: Absolutely.
1: And great advice, Eric,
0: about, yeah, focusing on, on the positives and, and those micro moments of, of happiness and positivity. How can we find those throughout the day? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yay. This has been so lovely.
2: Oh yes. So good talking to you both.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming on and it's so exciting to hear about all of your new projects. It's awesome. Oh, thank
2: you.
1: Yeah, Everyone check out Marble Eyes, curbside concerts and Pink Talking Fish and your life will just be better when you do that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, we'll be right back. So uh, that was really insightful and inspiring. I feel like I have a whole new flame that was lit under my butt to like, get things going and do some amazing things and just kind of think outside the box, um, instead of getting caught up on my obstacles. And Eric really nailed it on the head, I feel like and gave really good practical things that have happened in his life and how he did it. And I just feel like I'm ready to take on the world now. How do you feel?
0: Yeah, I feel that same way. And it really, it it keeps reminding me of our, our interview with Jenna Leibowitz and how she was like, you know, now is the time to dream big. And that's exactly what Eric was saying too. Like, I feel like so often we can get caught up in all of the things that this year has taken away from us and all of the things that we can't do. But it's so important for our outlook on life and our health in general to really be able to turn that around, and of course, to acknowledge the things that have been taken away from us. And there's certainly a grieving process that you know needs to happen with those things, but but to not get stuck in that, but instead to like try, kind of change our perspective into well, what are the opportunities? And certainly this podcast was an opportunity that we seized and, you know, were able to birth into the world. And I don't know, it certainly I don't think would have happened as quickly as it did had had we not been in the situation that we are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that is like a huge silver lining. And and I feel like Marble Eyes is a huge silver lining and Curbside Concerts is a huge silver lining and, and all the things that Jenna and and actually the Deitches and and like actually and Matt Butler, like every mm-hmm. Keller Williams, like all the people. I mean, I, I guess that's kind of what makes them so amazing and why we love them so much because I'm sure they've had obstacles in their life when there wasn't a pandemic of where maybe they wanted to quit or... Things were just not going their way, but they kept on pushing on and they're like, okay, well, this is happening. So how can I be creative right now and make this work for me instead of against me so I can keep on going and create the dreams that I've always wanted to do? And that's why they're still creating music and they're the people that we look up to. And I mean, just look at Trey Anastasio and what he has done during pandemic. and you know, He's like the, the MVP of pandemics, I feel like. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: totally. Um, I know yeah. so many beautiful things that have come out of this time and you know if if we and all of them hadn't allowed the possibility of those then they wouldn't be here.
1: Yeah. And and it can feel really hard. It could feel like the best thing to do is to retreat and hide under your blankets and never come out ever. And if you need to do that for a bit that's okay, but also like we we need you here everybody out there has something that they're amazing at no matter what it is whether it's like you're supposed to be a huge superstar that everyone's going to know about or whether you're making a difference in your family it's like it's really important that you're here and and it's okay if you're not feeling great and need to hide sometimes but also like remember it will get better and and that we need you because i mean can you imagine if these people didn't and they just like hid it would be so sad that we didn't get to experience their gifts
0: yeah totally Yeah. Well, let's bring that in into our our special segments that we have. So for my...
2: Did you know?
0: I am going to bring you guys not some actual research research because I'm not sure there are any controlled studies on manifestation but this is something that I have found true in my own life and also have read from other specifically like spiritual teachers about you know the art of manifesting. Um, Gabby Bernstein is one in particular I've just been reconnecting with her book Super Attractor and she also wrote a book called the Universe has Your Back um, which is really great and so in the art of manifesting, which I have to say, I've been practicing for a large majority of my life, and it's always so fun to watch these things come true. And certainly, this I feel like this podcast is one of those. It's like, so there's a, a few things that are important. One is to think of what you want, but not to get attached to that specific outcome. So, always to say this or something better. So think of your wildest dreams, just like Jenna was saying, and just like Eric was talking about with curbside concerts, like, what would you like to have happen? And it doesn't have to, to go with, you know, with that theme exactly, but what do you want? What would you love to see? And don't get attached to that specifically But also the other really important thing is to focus on how it will make you feel. So this is the key part. Don't worry about how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen. Just think of the overall goal that you would like to have happen and how it is going to make you feel and continue to connect with that feeling because it is that feeling that is going to draw it towards you. And as you continue to connect with that feeling on a daily basis and trust that it will come to fruition, not getting attached to when, where, or how, then eventually it will come. And it's such an amazing experience when it does. And I love to see it happen in my life. I love to see it happen in other people's lives. And so know that it will happen. This has happened over and over and over and over and over again for people. And that is the art of manifestation.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for putting that into such clear words because I've also done this my whole life, like sometimes super successfully of the things I want. And then sometimes I like I'm not feeling so good and I start manifesting the things that I don't want Mm -hmm. necessarily. And um, so, yeah, so that that was really helpful. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. And so now for my part, that is called. Mm -hmm.
0: Daily Jam.
1: So this is something that you can do every day to bring these feelings and dreams and goals into your actual life. And so I want you to think about something that you've always wanted to birth into the world and think about what that is. And then what is one small step that you can take to bring it to fruition? And so this thing that you want to birth into the world, it can be something huge, like a game changer for this planet, or it could be something really tiny that's a game changer for you in your own personal life. Um, So there's no rules around what that is. It's just something that you've always wanted to birth into the world. That's the only rule. And the important thing, which is what Leah brought up, is that I want you to feel what it would be like to have it come true and feel it in every cell of your body. So you're going to think about what it is and then feel what it would feel like if that was true right now in this moment and take a couple of deep breaths feeling it in every cell of your body because then that is how it's going to come true because if, if you can feel what it feels like to have that right now, then you feel it anyway. So if it comes true, that's just a bonus.
0: yeah nice i love that i love that and then you bring more of those feelings out into your day and that helps to make a difference in your health and that's what we're all
1: about yeah and everybody who you come in contact with because if you're like feeling good and then you're gonna like be nicer to people too so it kind of spreads it's like a snowball effect
0: Absolutely. I know there's like this, there's a magnetism to when we feel good. It's um. It reminds me of actually the walkabout that we did with Zach Gill. Do you remember when we did that? And, and one of the women there was saying how she doesn't usually like connect with other people when she's out walking about, but she was feeling so good listening to cocktail yoga by Zach Gill that she would like make eye contact with people. And she noticed that people were were wanting to connect with her more than usual because she was feeling so good
1: yeah i mean don't you want to like connect and hang out and be around and support and love the people that are like (laughs) that it feels good to be around i mean that just like yeah kind of makes sense it does yeah yeah awesome
0: so anything else we should say about the eric gold video I mean, podcast, episode, interview.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all the things. <laughs> all the things. Um, I don't think so. Besides that, he's just amazing. And you should definitely check out all of his projects. You can check out Particle and Archives and Pink Talking Fish and Marble Eyes and Curbside Concerts and just check out everything he's up to because... I mean, you'll either want to like go see him or have a curbside concert come to your house or you'll just be like inspired by the music or just get your boogie on.
0: Yeah, totally. All of those things.
1: Yes. So we're just so grateful that you're all here. And if you want to connect with us more, you can do so on our Facebook page, which is the Groove Therapy Podcast Community and also on Instagram, Groove Therapy podcast. Um, So please follow us there. And on Apple, if you go there and leave us a review and um, give us five stars, if that's how you feel. If you don't, we're not offended. Give us whatever stars you feel are the amount of stars that you want to give us and share and recommend to your friends and talk about us. And that's how this all happens and how we're able to continue to do this.
0: That's right. Yeah. More people will find out about it by your stars or your review or your sharing it with others. So please do that. And also check out the other amazing podcast from Osiris Pod that you can find them on osirispod.com. We are a part of the Osiris Podcast Network and we are so grateful to be here with them. And Tara Lee, how can the listeners find out more about you?
1: So you can check out my website. It's rockinglife.com. And also, I really, I love Instagram. I've been newly inspired. They have the reels. And it's been like one of my most favorite creative outlets that I didn't even know that I needed. So if you want (laughs) to follow me there, it's at rockinglife with two underscores after. Um, I'd love to connect with you there. Send me a DM and let me know that you're like that you're a Groove Therapy fan. And um, I would love to just connect with you. And what about you? How can they find you out in the world?
0: Yeah, you can find me at my website, embodiedgroove.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Dr. Leah Taylor or on Facebook at the Dr. Leah Taylor page or also the Embodied Groove page. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. We are so grateful to have you here. And... We'll see you next time in a couple of weeks with a brand new episode.
1: Woo woo. Get so excited. It's going to be really good. And we love you so much. Bye.